It has been so much fun over the years watching what Perry Sook has done with Nexstar. I mean, taking it, this Irving-based company, to 200 total television stations, over $5 billion in revenues, 239 websites. Uh, they own The Hill, uh, WGN, which turned into, you know, News Nation. And they just keep on growing. And, of course, the most recent, the ones that are really getting our hands around are the uh, network, the CW. Perry Sook joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, this really is, this is a lot to get your arms around, but, but, Things have settled down for a while, and I and I looked at your earnings, and I was beginning to see the revenue contribution from the CW. Um, tell me, what's the next step? Well, we we're in the early innings of of a turnaround and a build of the of the CW network. From a facility standpoint, we reached the same hundred and forty million households that uh, ABC, CBS, and Fox do. Um, and but but a lot of people haven't heard of the CW because it was programmed as kind of a niche for fans of comic books and comic book series. And they were very good at that. But it was also uh, very limiting in terms of the audience. And we, as the largest CW affiliate owner with Channel 33 here in Dallas, and we, we reach about a third of the country with our CW affiliates, said the programming looks like nothing else that we that we have on our air all day, whether it's a lot of news or court shows or talk shows or whatever. So our goal in buying the CW was, A, to make it profitable and successful, but also to make it a more valuable programming source for the local stations. So we're going to announce next Thursday our fall program schedule, and I think you'll see a much broader array of programming, everything from um, Bachelorette-style reality shows to uh, award-winning shows from from Canada and from overseas, and, and 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 just a much bigger variety of programming to try and appeal to the largest uh, possible audience. Well, and the sports element is growing too. I mean, I, I, that looks like it must be a pretty lucrative deal, potentially lucrative deal, with with the new golf uh, uh, tour uh, live. Uh, I know there's some controversy around it, but you've got a lot of good players on there, and and aren't you the exclusive distributor for them? Uh, we are. Uh, for example, today they're playing in Tulsa, and the Friday uh, uh, coverage is exclusively on the CW app, which is free to anybody that downloads it. You don't have to have a subscription to anything or, or you know, authenticate. Uh, and then Saturday and Sunday, it will be live on the CW network, which includes Channel 33 here, from noon until 5 in the afternoon, covering the uh, uh, the tournament from uh, from from Tulsa. So uh, we uh, saw an opportunity with with Live Golf to get into sports at the network level, and I have been spending a lot of my time since running around the country talking to uh, league owners and team owners uh, who have rediscovered broadcast television. And you know, when I started in this business and moved to Dallas in 1985, I worked for the old KTVT that had the Mavericks, the Rangers. <laughs> Southwest Conference football and all of that. And people have discovered that if you're only distributed on cable, you're missing as much as a third of the audience. It doesn't have a pay TV subscription. So uh, broadcast television is in vogue. And I think team owners and league commissioners are very much aware of that. So we feel like we're in a pretty good spot, not only with our station group, but with the CW network to be able to add a a sports component that would be material. Now, and that's the perfect segue because that's what I was going to ask you about this whole, with it now called Bally's beforehand, it was 
Fox, but the whole sports network has fallen apart. They've gone bankrupt. And now you've got hockey teams and baseball teams and basketball teams all scrambling because they want their teams to be, you know, viewed. And meanwhile, as you point out, there are a whole bunch of people who suddenly realize that they can take a wire coat hanger and screw it onto the back of the TV set and pick up your station for free. Well, I wouldn't recommend that they necessarily try that at home, but you know, you can get professional help on that. But our signal has always been available free over to the air, over the air to people in, in our local communities. And, you know, that's something that I think is a differentiator from any other pay TV service that's only available through some sort of a wired universe. And, and like I say, the sports team owners, uh, we did a deal with Steve Ballmer and the LA Clippers to put games on our station in Los Angeles. We've been in discussions with sports team owners here in Dallas. And, you know, I think that they know, and we certainly know, because uh, we looked at the books, uh, that the, the, the current uh, business model for regional sports networks is not sustainable. Um, and, and so there's going to have to be other forms of distribution. And there may be multiple forms of distribution. There may still be an RSN. There may be an over-the-air broadcast component. There may be a streaming component trying to reach as many potential viewers, maybe as many potential ticket buyers as possible. And I think that in and of itself is probably going to end up being a better business model than being totally reliant on RSNs for, for revenue and distribution. You know, just when I thought maybe all the puzzle, all the pieces of the puzzle were coming together and I could see what Next Door Media was going to be like one day, maybe this is the, the twist because you, you acquire the TV stations, you're all over the country now, I mean, virtually every corner of the country. You've got The Hill, which is, you know, de facto a, a newsroom for your news operations in Washington, D.C. You buy WGN, which is this powerhouse distributor of content all over the country. Um, maybe, and, and then the CW, so you've got your own network. Sports would seem like a very, very logical and pushing people back to, you know, over-the-air television while they can also stream. Well, there are only five English-language over-the-air broadcast networks that reach 100% of the country, and the CW is one of them. So I start with the fact that there's tremendous asset value there. Now, what can we do to uh, make the highest and best value and highest and best use of that asset? And one of them, one of them is sports. I mean, when, when Fox started, they looked a lot like the CW. They just had entertainment programming on, uh, you know, Monday through Friday. Then it was Monday through Sunday. Then they added sports. And eight years after Fox had been in business, they made their first bid for, for the NFL. And, you know, I think we could be on a similar trajectory with the CW. I'm not going to promise that we'll bring home the NFL, but there are plenty of other sports out there that are watched where the opportunity to upgrade to an over-the-air broadcast network versus being fully distributed on a cable network is attractive. And so we'll pursue those opportunities, again, in making the CW as valuable for our stations as as it would be as a standalone network. You know, the, the, the dominant press that we've been following and business developments we've been following for the last decade or so are these streaming wars, and all of a sudden they just they come out of nowhere. I mean, maybe it's Netflix first, but then, you know, here come Hulu and all the others. And, and we were listening to Bob Iger, it's, uh, the CEO of Disney, and they were showing a drop-off in subscribers at one that I thought would never drop off at Disney. Have we seen the peak of that? Is that are the are the streaming wars over with? I, uh, I I think so. I mean, a lot of their subscriber declines came from Hotstar in India, and 
the price point in India for their service. I don't know how they make money on a subscriber, so maybe losing subscribers is a good thing uh, in total over there. There was this land rush, uh, gold rush for writers and talent and uh, and subscribers, and profitability didn't matter for a while. And <laughs> I think profitability always matters, right? Sure. And so we did not lean into the streaming uh, uh, fray in a, in a material way because, first of all, we didn't think it was a good business. And second of all, there was no way we would have the scale to compete with those that were already way ahead of us. And, you know, we had more free cash flow than the Walt Disney Company last year and multiple times the free cash flow of Paramount Global, which owns CBS and, and all of the, of the their cable networks. And, uh, and again, I read the financial statements from the bottom up. And, you know, I, I, I like to be in businesses that are good businesses and not in business to lose money, which is what I think the streaming business is going to be for all but a select few. Netflix, maybe Disney makes it. Uh, there may be one other, but I think everyone else is going to have to kind of combine and bundle their offerings to go to the market with enough content to uh, get people to stay interested and then if you think about that that starts to look like basic cable which was you know a bundle of a bunch of digital channels so we have gone you know we have flown around the world basically to walk across the street well and then the interesting thing is that the, the, the way television breaks down now television stations you can't have one station 33 in dallas but you've got 33-1 and dash two and dash three and you can have multiple it's you're like a cable system yourself if you are in dallas and do not subscribe to a pay service and rescan your television i think you get upwards of 60 choices of different channels diginets some Hispanic, some uh, English language, but you can see, you know, we run uh, on Antenna TV, which is one of our Diginets you can see on Channel 33 here. Uh, you know, we run the reruns of the old Johnny Carson show. We run Hazel. We run Three's Company. I mean, a lot of classic comfort food type TV shows, and it has it has a, a, a nice following, and it's primarily distributed on those Diginet channels over the air. We do have some cable coverage for it. But, yeah, you've got – there are plenty of choices um, if you uh, just chose to consume your television through over the air, your yeah. rabbit ears. I uh, still don't recommend the coat hanger <laughs> screwed into the back of the TV. But, in, a, in a pinch. Um, <laughs> I just – it's it's always fun to talk to you because there's always – my sense is there's – just when I think I've gotten a, a handle on your company, there's this cliffhanger. My sense is there's something coming pretty soon. And now with the sports, I think you've done it to us again. Perry Sook's the chairman and the CEO of Nextar Media, and we always enjoy our conversations. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.